This is P. Renada, and you're listening to Campaign Convos. So today we have a special guest. It's Davao del Norte Governor Anthony Del Rosario. And actually, we just finished the Hukpo ng Pababago Rally in Tagum City. It's April 15, and the rally has just ended. And we're here in a clubhouse near the sports complex. And right now, we're talking to Governor Anthony. Thank you, Gov, for joining us. Thank you, uh, Pia, for uh, this uh, opportunity to answer whatever questions you might have. So, sir, let's go national first, since the Pulse Asia survey and other surveys have shown that Hukpo Pagbabago candidates are dominating the pre-election surveys and we only have four weeks to go before the elections. What is the mood right now in HNP? Well, we're somewhat elated because uh, out of the 12 uh, possible slots for Senate, eight are already in. No? But of course, we're still pushing, hoping that we might land in the top 12, uh, maybe nine instead of eight. No, So... I think that probably will be the most that we can do at this point, given the short time remaining. No? I think, as you mentioned, we only have four weeks left. So there's not much more you can do in four weeks, uh, especially in the Senate race. So that's why, uh, as of the moment, we're happy with eight, but we would be much happier with nine. Mm, so nine is your target right yes. now? Yes, it is. Nine is the target. And I think it's possible to hit nine senators from HNP. Uh, again, as I said, uh, depending on uh, what happens in the next four weeks. And sir, why do you think HNP candidates have started to dominate the surveys? Is there a success factor or something that worked for HNP? Well, you know, I'd like to believe that it could be the Sarah factor because, you know, uh, last year when we started going around for our alliance agreements with the different local parties, we noticed a uh, huge clamor for her to attend different sorties around the country insofar as alliance agreement signing, you know. And judging from that, we noticed that we felt at that time that uh, she could be a very strong endorser for any senatoriable. And uh, true enough, since the national campaign started last January, she's been going around, of course, with the senatorial candidates. And as reflected in the recent surveys, we already have eight candidates uh, from the lineup that are already presently in the top 12 insofar as the surveys are concerned. Given all of this attention on Mayor Sara, of course, hindi pumawawala yung talk of 2022 and what she plans. Can you just trace back where the whole idea for HNP began and maybe does that have anything to do with the fact that people are assuming this is like her her platform to a presidency? When did it start? Somewhat February last year. It started when Mayor Sarah called a meeting after one of our regional development council meetings. I chair that, that council. So after that meeting in Grand Menseng Hotel, she met with the governors of the uh, provinces within the region. And then she proposed the idea of creating a group composed of the governors of Davao region together with Mayor Sara. And that's when the idea of having a party came out. Wala pong pangalan at the time, but the concept of a party came up. And the basic reason was because we wanted to unite and solidify double region in the sense that we wanted all of us to be moving towards one direction as opposed to having divergent objectives insofar as development is concerned. No? And we thought also that maybe this would be the best time to do something like this, considering that the president is from the region. We talked about the Northern Alliance, 
She obviously know you're from that area. So we thought that, you know, maybe we could do something like that here in Davao region. You know, Davao region has a population of almost 4 million voters, no? And individually, it has been very difficult for us to get big-ticket projects funded by the national government. Only because when each governor talks, they only represent a small population within their province, no? So we thought that if we spoke with one voice representing the entire region composed of 8 million people, then we would have a better chance of getting the big-ticket projects that we needed, no? And that's why we thought of this concept, no? But sir, as early as that, February 2018, you were saying, was there already the idea to endorse senatorial candidates? No, the senatorial candidates came about, uh, when was that? If I'm not mistaken, parang ano na yun eh, parang uh, last quarter of 2018. Mm. Uh, actually, you know, even when we talked about this in February of 2018, we did not really think this would really be a big deal eh? because this is just really something that we wanted to do for ourselves here in the region. No? And a lot of things happened between then and now. And sometimes nga, eh, when I think about it, parang wow, I mean, I've never had, we never thought that we would be here with, with this kind of situation where people would be clamoring for Sara to endorse them, you know, senatorials. And as early as then, talagang wala. it wasn't really part of our plan. No? As a matter of fact, how funny, huh? there was one political consultant that asked me a question, I won't mention the name, asked me the question, why did you do a regional party when it's doomed to fail? Because people who want to join cannot join because they're not from Davao region. Diba? So if this is really something that you were seriously thinking about, why didn't you go national? Because it was not something that we were thinking of. We were just thinking of, you know, the region, basically. We didn't really care about the other regions insofar as we were concerned among ourselves, the governor and uh, the governors and Mayor Sara. That's why it just came about because of the idea of consolidating, uniting the entire region under, under Mayor Sara's leadership. And then uh, one thing led to the other and surprisingly, we're now talking about, or people are now talking about Sara being the next president in 2022, right? So, sir, you're actually surprised? Because yes. people are thinking this is a whole premeditated move. No. Na may ganung, I know, a theory. Governor Anthony, if this was really your plan to make her run for president, why didn't you establish a national party? Because you guys are having a hard time. Everybody wants to join, but they cannot join because you're a regional party. In our bylaws, kasi, you cannot join unless you're a registered voter of Davao Region. Yes, sir, Mayroon kayo mga guests members, like Harry Roque, those, not from Davao. Those things, those things just came about as needed. Because a lot of people were just, well, you know, we're not a party, that's not, not, not a national party, so how can you join us? Not, you're not even a registered voter here in Davao region. Ay, basta, basta, you want to join. So we talked about it as a group. How do we do this? Ah, why don't we look for alliances with local parties? Okay. And then, this was only about governors, congress. Wala pang senators to. Later na yung senators eh. Then all of a sudden, Uy, tika muna, senators, paano ito? Uy, paano nga ito? Eh, basta, we want to join. Iba. You know, join one of the local, the parties that we have alliances with, then you can then you can join the group. So basically, ganun lang nangyari. So given the success of your candidates, what's next for HNP? Is there a next level to it, given that yeah, and people are riding on your bandwagon. Well, there's really no no official next step, no. In so far as the party is concerned, 
But we've been talking about it. Of course, we have regular meetings among ourselves, the regional officers. And while we have meetings, we also talk about what other plans we have in the pipeline and so far as the party is concerned. But this is just all kwento-kwento lang, eh, di ba? Nothing really. Well, you know, nga, what about, you know, people? Kasi looking at the sorties that we have in HNP, eh, nakikita namin na talagang ang daming pumupunta. Everybody wants to see Sarah. Everybody wants to take pictures with Sarah. Everybody wants to hug Sarah. You know, it's like a Sarah fever all over the country, you know? And so because of that, you can't help but talk about it, right, among ourselves. Wow, you know, everybody's clamoring for the presence of Sarah. Could this lead to the presidency? I mean, we don't really know. But we talk about it, you know. Uh, of course, uh, whenever we talk about it, Sarah doesn't want to talk about it because it's not really something that, that's in the back of her mind. No? And uh, so sometimes, because we have friends in Congress and in local government, governors, mayors, we're also asking, anong plano, anong plano? Are you guys going to go national? Because, you know, we want to know. Because if you go national, we join you. Mm-hmm. We're like, I can't answer the question because we have to really figure it out. No? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in one of those meetings, nabanggit ko kay Mayor Sara na there's a lot of congressmen, there's a lot of governors, mayors who are asking, what's the plan? Because everybody wants to join HNP. So, well... That's when it first came out, na binanggit namin, uh, why don't we go national? And then that's when she said, uh, eh, teka muna. Uh, right now we're already in the middle of the campaign. We can't do that now. Mm-hmm. So she was saying, why not, why not wait until after the results of the campaign? Mm-hmm. Then make a decision. When I said earlier that, depending on what happens uh, in the senatorial race, no, it's not automatic. Meaning, not just because we get eight or nine, Automatically, national, national na, no? no. Uh, what I meant was we go eight or nine, and then we evaluate. Then we discuss, uh, what, what's the plan? Mm. Are we really serious about Malacanang in 2022? If we are, then we convert to national. But if we're not, if we're happy with the way things are set up right now, mm. we stay as is, re- re- regional party. Mm. Sir, you mentioned the infrastructure projects that you wanted your candidates in the Senate to push. Can you just be more specific? What exactly infrastructure projects For do you want? Region, huh? yes. yeah. First of all, of course, the Mindanao Railway. Mm. The Mindanao Railway is not only a project for Davao region, it's actually a project for the entire island of Mindanao. We've been talking about this since the late 70s, during the time of Marcos Ba, no? And our, our problem is, just like any other big ticket project, when you ask a president who's not from Mindanao, the first answer you get is, and that's what we've been experiencing throughout all the years since the 70s. Number two, for example, is also our bridge connecting Samal Island to Davao City. Have you been to Samal Island? Yes. Yes, okay. The population in Samal has constantly been increasing. It's gotten to the point where a bridge is now essential because most of the time, if you want to cross the Gulf, you would have to wait about two to three hours because of the ferry. Ferry sila ngayon, eh, no? And, you know, it's a deterrent to investments. You know, if you have companies coming from other places that want to invest, it's going to be very difficult to do a business there if you have to wait in line just to ride a ferry, you know? Mm-hmm. 
plus the fact that our basic utilities are suffering because of the increase in population. Our electricity, uh, submarine cable, it's a cable that's been there during the 70s. And obviously, at that time, when they installed that submarine cable, the population was probably much, much less compared to now. Mm-hmm. And that's why the problem is on the island. Water is a problem. Mm-hmm. And we think that having a bridge will solve the problem. Why? Because if you have a bridge, then you don't need a submarine cable. Mm-hmm. You make the cable pass through the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Which becomes cheaper. Number two, water, possibly we can get it from Davao. Kasi talagang walang source of water sa island. Alam mo island to. When you drill down, it's salty. It's not potable. That's why if you have a bridge, then you can put pipes underneath the bridge from Davao leading to Samal para may tubig doon. Those are all things things that we've been talking about for many decades. And yet, when you talk to presidents coming from other areas, Luzon, Visayas, or Luzon predominantly, you don't get the support eh, that is needed. So, sir, the senatorial candidates in your slate, they have committed to support these projects? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh, this has nothing to do with the senator, sorry. Oh. Uh, this is something that we were talking about, as I said, in February of 2018 when we started this Hugpong ng Bobobago. Wala pa kaming senator nung pinag-uusapan nun eh. We were just talking about priority projects, maybe having an alternative airport because we've been noticing Davao's already getting congested, no? Davao Airport. So, we thought maybe it's time for us to have an alternative airport para... You know, maybe one for domestic, one for international, something like that, no? like in other countries. Our seaports also are getting congested. But, but sir, what, is, what then is the connection? Why endorse senatorial candidates if they're not well, somehow related to... Oh, nga, sir, pero kasi you ended up endorsing senatorial yeah. candidates as a regional party with regional issues. So there must be a connection. Okay. Let's talk about the senators. How did we end up yeah. uh, endorsing senators? Number one, nilapitan kami ng mga senators. Kasi nakikita nga nila na may, may attachment si Sara sa tao. So they thought, wow, you know, maybe if Sara endorses us, uh, makakatulong. One. Number two, we also thought that, you know, if the president has, has three more years remaining in his term, we want to be able to maximize whatever can be done as far as legislation is concerned. And so we thought that maybe this would be a good thing to campaign for senators who are supporting the legislative agenda of the president. Mm. You're not purpose, no? Not necessarily the legislative agenda that Mindanao no, politicians no, no. would like. It's the legislative agenda, agenda of the Duterte administration that we, were, we are concerned about. We felt that maybe it wasn't moving as fast as we wanted mm. insofar as the approval of those uh, legislations are concerned. And so we thought, you know, since they want Mayor Sara to endorse them, why not choose senators who are willing to help the president fulfill uh, its commitment insofar as legislative measures are concerned. And that's how it came about. And that's why if you were listening to Mayor Sara, di ba, bawat senator may sariling... No, no, may sariling area of expertise. For example, di ba, the health issues, nandung kay JV, yung other issues, nakaganito, nakaganyan. May assignment eh, bawat isang senator. No? In the hope that if they win, pagdating ng 18th Congress, then they will be pushing mm-hmm. the bills 
that are needed in order to realize those particular uh, concerns that we that the president has. Some critics are also pointing out dun sa senatorial slate ng HNP, it says hukpong ng pagbabago, but a lot of them are, you know, old names, traditional politicians. You have the uh, Marcos there, you have the Stradas who, the si G, uh, Jingoy was had faced plunder charges and so did Bong Revilla. So how do you defend then the idea of Fugpong and foremost, they're not in jail, they're out. So wala namang prohibition for them to run. That's number one. Number two, despite the many issues that some of our candidates are facing, we still believe that they are the ones capable of delivering the needed legislation and support that is required from them for the president. You know, very important in supporting. Because most of the time, in the past, when you talk about presidents in the past, pagdating ng second half ng term, medyo pilay-pilay na yan, eh, di ba? Kasi lame duck, di ba? So they always say, ah, wala na, lame duck na ito. Huwag na natin pansinin itong mga gusto niya. Let's look, sino ba ang next president natin dito? That's what happens every single time. It happened with GMA, it happened with ERAP, it happened with Noynoy. It really happened. It's a Philippine phenomenon as far as politics is concerned, no? Everybody supports the president the first three years. Pagdating na second half, wala na. Kalimutan na natin na yan. Di na makatulong sa atin yan. Di na natin. He's not going to run anymore for a second term, eh. Di ba? One term lang kasi. And so we thought na, eh, teka muna. Eto na naman tayo. People are going to say, lame duck na naman to, di ba? Eh, we cannot afford that. Considering that there's still three more years. Three more years is still a lot of time to do a lot of legislation, no? That is really needed by this country. And that's why we were really pushing for senators who can help.